What if the church was just the church? Today on Rooted Daily, we're thinking about what could happen if as Christians, we radically committed to living like Jesus. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy. And the good news about Jesus isn't just a historical account that's stuck in the past. It is alive. And the gospel story continues all the way to today. Jesus rose from the grave. He ascended to be with his father. And he sent his spirit to powerfully establish a kingdom, the church, that would bring the gospel news to every corner of the earth. Ephesians 5 says Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. You see, the reason the gospel isn't just a story stuck in the past, is because the gospel story continues through the church. That's why to understand the gospel, it is absolutely essential that we see the church clearly for what she is. And many people don't, many Christians don't. People who attend church, who claim to follow Jesus, they don't see the church for what she really is. The Bible uses this phrase often, those seen, they do not see. And no, that happens when we start to look at the church as simply a building or an event that takes place on Sunday mornings, a hotel or a spa for saints rather than a hospital for sinners, a place that we attend in order to earn God's love and grace and forgiveness, a place where we come as consumers to be served and have our needs met rather than a place to serve and meet the needs of others, a social club, an entertainment venue, an activity center, we know that we have a poor and incomplete or inaccurate grasp when we see the church as simply a place where children learn good values and we make new friends, a place to have uh, experiences and hear teaching that always comforts and encourages us, but never challenges or convicts us, an optional part of our life that we choose to be a part of when it's convenient to us, something that belongs to us and that we're the ones who have and are building it. We know when we see that kind of mindset creep in, the incredible plan that God wrote for his church is being stomped all over. But I think if we try to purge all those mindsets out, we still won't be who God has called us to be. In fact, I've seen churches that have tried to purge all those philosophies out, but in their purging, they lost even more of their purpose because all those mindsets are just symptoms. We act like consumers, we go through the motions, we fight and we, we bicker, we do all of that because we do not see the church for what she really is. What is the church? The church is the hope of the world. And when the church is allowed to just be the church, it is a physical demonstration of the gospel. It is good news on the move. What would happen today if the church was just the church, if Christians decided to start radically acting out their faith and didn't get distracted by things that just don't matter, our politics and our culture and our careers, what if we just went for it? What if we just decided to live like Jesus and let the church be all that Christ died for her to be, carrying that hope into a world that is so desperately in need of it? And I think one thing that would happen it's not the most important thing. It wouldn't be perfect. But one thing that would happen is a lot of the questions you hear on the news probably would be answered. If the church was the church and as Christians, we did a better job of caring for the sick 
in our neighborhood and our family in the church itself? Would there be such a healthcare debate right now? I don't know that there would be. I know it would help. If the church was the church and marriage was honored and there was complete commitment and the church demonstrated what intimate love looked like, you have to wonder if it would be so hard for us as a society to define marriage. If the church was the church and we cared for orphans and for foster children and for single moms more effectively as Christians, you have to wonder what would happen to the abortion rate. If the church was the church and we ensured that there are no hungry people among us and people were learning to take care of themselves and be responsible for themselves and their families and the church was a place where you could come and be with people who would build you up through that. You have to wonder what would happen to our welfare challenges. You have to ask yourself if that would change things in our culture in a more dramatic way. But the stakes, to be clear, are way higher than any of that. Eternal life is on the line because whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. That's John chapter 3. But God so loved the world that he sent his Son. And because of his sacrifice, the church is the hope of the world. The gospel is not just a story from the past. It continues all the way to today. I think any local church in history is in motion. Here in Greenfield, we're no exception. We're not static. We're not fixed on a, a single spot on the graph. We're in motion, always in motion. And sometimes we move forward. And sometimes we move backwards. Sometimes the things that affect us are controllable. When we go out and we make the, the uncomfortable but deliberate effort to invite that neighbor to join us for worship, that moves us forward. Or when we sit in a pew and become a spectator, that moves us back. All of that's controllable. But some things are outside of our control. COVID is largely outside of our control. But as the church, we're moving through all of that, adapting to it, trying to take advantage of the doors that God opens to us and weather the storms in front of us. But here's the thing, because things are always changing, the enemy's number one tactic is to use that change to get the church to focus on anything other than the mission of Jesus. And it can happen in a blink of an eye. Maybe we were moving in the right direction for years, but then COVID hit and we got distracted. We lost our focus. Satan will use that because he knows human nature. It always draws us back toward comfort, which is why there's a continual need to re-energize and refocus and reprioritize and recommit and restore. But we can't just focus on the symptoms. We can't just say, well, we don't have enough people serving on Sunday mornings. We need to make an announcement about that. Or we don't have enough people inviting their neighbors. Let's preach a sermon on that. No, fixing the symptoms, that won't be enough. Uh, through every change we face, I imagine we're going to face some more changes. We have to come out the other side and ask ourselves, are we still focused on this one truth? The church is the hope of the world. I'm convinced if we can do that, any other problem goes away. When politics grip our community and threatens to divide people, even in the church, if we stay focused on that truth, then we become the people who are more excited to go campaigning for Jesus than a politician. When COVID turns the world inside out, 
If we stay focused on that truth, we may have to change how we worship, but we see it as an opportunity to share the gospel with our compassion. If we have a conflict in the church, we can't agree on something. If we stay focused on that truth, we know that we have the most important task in the world and we'll learn to work through everything else together and not let it distract us from sharing the gospel. The church is the hope of the world. And when we keep our eyes on that, that awesome truth, through all the changes and the ups and the downs we face, we can be ambassadors of God who carry his message of reconciliation, first with God and then with each other. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.